Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for all the funny phrases, baffling beliefs, and eccentric eccentricities of the human race. This is the show in which we find out why we have pudding at the end of the meal, not the start, but where we never find out why we voted for Brexit. <laughs> to help us laugh hysterically at our terrifying reflections in the funhouse mirror of comedy, please welcome the comedians! <laughs> On my left, playing for Lathena, Larry Dean, and Athena Koblenu. And on my right, playing for also not Albania, Dan Schreiber and Avery Edison. Uh, Athena Koblenu, what makes you diverse? Um, my dad is from Ghana, which is in Africa. <laughs> My mum is from Guyana, which is in South America, and her parents were from India, which is in India. <laughs> and also, I'm allergic to mature cheese. Oh. Just bring, mature? Yeah, it brings me out in hives. Oh, but you can have, what, immature cheese? Um, yes, like Edam, for example. Edam's fine. Yeah, Edam's cool, I love it. But you can't mess with the cheddar? Oh, nothing like Stilton. Oh, God, I can't sit down, it gives me itchy bum. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, Larry Dean, how are you diverse? Uh, my mum's from Glasgow and my dad's from Glasgow. <laughs> but uh, also I'm a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's weird doing it in this room because I feel like I'm in shops as well. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everybody. 
No, we're in the same building as The Guardian. People are thrilled that you gave. I know, but say don't... <laughs> so they can demonstrate how liberal they are by loving you. Yeah, we're fine with that, by the way. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> On the email, it said that we're at the lowest point in the building next to The Guardian, so I didn't kind of know if that was a kind of inkling of what the audience were at the lowest point. <laughs> no. The lowest point underneath The Guardian, the comment section. Uh... <laughs> Also not Albania, Dan Schreiber, uh, how are you diverse? Uh, I'm diverse because, well, I was born and raised in Hong Kong and I've I've been on this show a few times so I've kind of used up my diversity card. Um, (laughs) But I'll I'll tell you something interesting that I remembered just earlier today about Hong Kong that used to happen. So um, we used to go to mainland China a lot on excursions, school excursions and stuff. And at the end of every day, there would be a single thing that would send everyone home from school, from when the malls were closing, from when a train terminated at its final stop. And this is incredibly surprising. It's a Kenny G song. What? Yeah, they play all over China, Kenny G, this one song called Going Home. And everyone, they hear the song like, whoop, home time. They play it. <laughs> they play it at work offices. They play it everywhere. What? And Kenny G, he gets no royalties from it, but he's massive there as a result. And he says that when he does gigs there, he has to play that at the end because otherwise... <laughs> no one will go. Yeah, no, the crowd are like, oh, it's over that quick. All right. And then they're out of there. So, so if we played that song, would it be very hard for you to stay in the building? Like Pavlovian response. It is. If you want Dan Schreiber to leave your party, yeah. crack up the Kenny G. Exactly. Good. I think if you want to leave, most people to leave your party, you break out some candy. <laughs> to be fair, Avery Edison, how are you diverse? This is one I reuse a lot. I am a transgender woman, which as recently as 2014 would have got a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> These days, it's just no one cares. There's too many of us, which is why uh, I'm going to be making myself interesting again by detransitioning. <laughs> And becoming probably the most uh, discriminated against minority in the country right now, the straight white male. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very good answer. (laughs) Um, I wrote it. (laughs) Oh, can I, sorry. Also, I think I'm the only person on the panel currently growing out her eyebrows. Obviously, I'm in a lot of discomfort because of that, and I apologise to the audience Mm. who have to see it. Well, I'm Deborah Francis White, and I'm diverse because I'm not growing out my eyebrows, <laughs> but time is growing them out, and I'm worried I haven't got into the salon to have them, but would have uh, to pay someone else to pour hot wax on them. I was really worried you were going to say, I'm not growing out my eyebrows, I'm growing out something else. <laughs> <laughs> growing it all out, baby. Yeah. Um, okay, do most uh, people trim their eyebrows? I have a super, like, one that's just gone rogue, and it's, it's insane. It co- sometimes it looks like it's a comb-over that's happening. Like, it just will be sitting on my forehead, and I'm thinking, why is it starting down from there? And You've it's, got Trump I, eyebrows. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's really worrying. It does happen. You have to trim them. I'm oh, now maybe. I've never trimmed my eyebrows, man. I get, like, wee kind of hairs coming out of my cheeks and stuff like that. All right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, have you tried playing uh, your eyebrows the Kenny G song and seeing if that leave of their own accord? <laughs> you look like you've got... Young, neat, millennial eyebrows. So you don't need to, Larry. I don't know. Maybe the scale of how big my, my ears are, well, my ears are tiny, is making them look about you know, oh, exactly. Your I ears know, are just... small. You, that's a piece of diversity for you. Small ears. Small ears. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm actually allergic to cheese as well, but I thought, you know, I've got to mix it up in the show a wee bit. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. Are you lactose intolerant, both of you? Uh, <gasps> no, no, it's not lactose. That's quite trendy. I don't do trendy uh... allergies. This is a niche one, okay? <laughs> don't steal it like you stole Brixton, okay? Just, There's no section of the supermarket. Market for you. <laughs> so what you're 
saying is you were allergic to cheese before other hipsters made it yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much, yeah. And now everyone's got, like, gluten-free cheese. I don't know if that's right. I don't know. <laughs> I had a question about the cheese, actually, for Athena. You said Edam's OK. Is that something to do with the manufacturing process? Because I do know that it's made backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask. You made me laugh. Ned made me. Because I was going to make coming. exactly that same yeah. joke. I was waiting. I was it's waiting until backwards. I could say. Edam is made back. So they get. Oh. They get oh my god! I thought oh. I did. I just got it. And I'm, so, and I'm sat here going, they get the cow. Yeah. And so they, like, were what? Avery and Ned in a bad joke off there? Who yeah. could get to it first? I'm so glad he took the bullet for that one. <laughs> Someone had to do it. And uh, why are you called also not Albania? The previous team that was here left their card on the table, and we also realised that we were not from there either. So we thought. Right, right, right. So you're also not Albania. And you have now ruined the magic of internet podcasting by letting the audience at home know sometimes we record episodes back to back with the same hive mind. <laughs> now, what this means is, comedians, the hive mind are warmed up, they are match fit. They've had an hour of this shit. You've come in, unsuspecting, haven't answered a single question all day, probably. No. Yeah, but I did write that intro, and that was really good. So. Yeah, that was, no, that was good. Making sure that every joke is slightly more factual and funny, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our devastatingly debonair doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hello. And tinkling his ebonies as well as his ivories, it's the euphonious Mark Hodge. You don't use ivory anymore. You don't use ivory. No, no, not literal ivory. But there's a lot of idiomatic material in this show. <laughs> Please don't point it all out, or we'll overrun. Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Um, yes, still not very diverse. I don't care for the play or the film, The History Boys. <laughs> don't care for it. You are in the minority. Does yeah. anyone else feel like Ned? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's so Usually people are like... Fucking prick. Who, who said? Who said that? Okay, are you single? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Ned, I found you a date. I'll tell you what. We're not going to go and see. <laughs> uh, Mark Hodge, how are you, diverse? Oh, I'm blessed. Larry's stolen my diversity, hasn't he? I thought you, I'm you, gay you... as well. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I was an English one, so that's all right. Oh, okay, I'm an English guy. And I've, I've, I have to say, I, was, I think I was gay first. <laughs> yeah, so oh, you, man, was... this is gay top trumpets, man. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm on level five dorm top. <laughs> on every episode of Global Village, our hive mind creates a special piece of music unique for the show. Could you please stand up if your surname starts with an A, B, C... C sharp, D, E, F, or G. Yeah. When Mark points at you, please shout out that surname. Okay. I'm going to start absolutely random. There's no element of planning in this. Jonks, what's your surname? Coy. Graham. Yes? Francesco? So do I want D or Francesco? <laughs> yeah, I think we want Francesco. <laughs> 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 Yes, madam. Uh, uh, sir, what was, what's your <laughs> turn? That's really not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> they're next to each other, Mark. I think they're a couple. No. <laughs> Are you married? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, congratulations on that. <laughs> 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 
C for Casey. <laughs> Nothing. The first round is on table manners. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with a correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. Why should you keep your hands on the dining table in France and never put them on your lap? <laughs> if you're eating in France, you've got to put your hands on the table. I heard also not Albania. What? It's easier to eat when your hands are there. <laughs> I think that's a sort of a given. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like, I'm here, I'm ready, let's do this. Whereas that, it's sort of like, oh, shit, hit the table. I don't know, I hadn't, I hadn't really thought the logic through. I just... Okay, just and, but Avery, are you going with that? Uh, yeah, what a solid answer. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Is there any way I can put money on this? I just feel so certain. <laughs> Lucina. Why is it in France that you're meant to keep your hands on the table and never let them go into your lap? I understand that in France they like to eat meat quite rare. And if your hands are on your lap and the food runs away... <laughs> ..you go hungry. Isn't that right, Larry? Aye, that's, that's right, aye. <laughs> Hive mind. Why in France should you keep your hands on the table? <laughs> To, sh what, to show that you're not wanking. <laughs> to be honest, that's what I was thinking for. That was, that was my first answer as well, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. usually on a first date, if they've yeah. got their hands under the table, I'm like, good, they like me. <laughs> <laughs> to demonstrate that you're not masturbating, I've mind. Anything else, I've mind? Someone might think you have a concealed weapon. Because someone might think you have a concealed yeah. weapon. Yeah. It's the same answer, no, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Show respect. To show respect. Okay, so if you think it's because <laughs> you need to demonstrate that you are not masturbating, buzz now. If it's to show respect, buzz now. And if it's to demonstrate you do not have a concealed weapon, buzz now. Correct! It is traditionally to show that you are not armed. Yeah. You're not going to suddenly pull out some kind of... No, because they... <laughs> ...rifle. They always do that in Mafia movies, don't they? The gun's always underneath the table, and that's where they shoot them from. That's why there's mm. no Mafia problem in France. Yeah. <laughs> Settled that centuries ago. Can I ask, sorry, obviously you knew I would be here when you wrote these questions. Is the concealed weapon in the lap a dig at me? A preoperative pattern? <laughs> Well, last time this came up on the show, it worked really well for me because I was berated on Twitter by trolls for three days. So, no. <laughs> Why would your hosts be offended if you stuck your chopsticks upright in your rice bowl in China? And Dan Schreiber, you are, in fact, Chinese. Yes. You identify as Chinese, is that not correct? Yes, I am. Isn't it to say that your meal is done, therefore you're saying that you don't like it. Okay. Um, I mean, that's the wrong answer. I can see by your face. No. Okay. My poker face is excellent. That okay. could be the right answer. We'll never know. Well, we will know when I tell you. <laughs> uh, I don't have any idea, but uh, can I just take this time to say, when I came in, a fetching lass looked me up and down in, like, the flirty way, so just want to say, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> it's good. It was a dip in the conversation. It had to come out sometime. Uh, Lathena, why would your hosts be offended if you stuck your chopsticks in your rice? Both of them. Mm. 
Both of your hosts or both of your chopsticks? <laughs> we all know, we all know why they're offended if it's one of them, but yes, this time. I think like where I come from, we've got a dish called jollof rice, right? And the worst thing you can do is serve dry jollof. Alright, so if you ever go to like a Ghanaian wedding and the jollof is dry, wish them a divorce and walk out, it's disgusting. But <laughs> I would suggest the way you would find out if rice is dry is you stick a chopstick in it. And if it remains upright, it's dry as hell, and your guests have served you something that's not fit for the dog. <laughs> that sounds correct. <laughs> I didn't realise we were allowed to use Jonathan Creek-style lateral thinking. <laughs> it's, that's amazing. I approach all life's questions using this. It takes me a long time to do anything. <laughs> Hive mind, why would your host be offended in China if you stuck your chopsticks in a rice bowl? It's Something to do with funerals, are they offensive to ancestors? Something to do with funerals, offensive to ancestors? Anything else I've mind? <laughs> <laughs> it's that because it's like incense, so it implies death. It implies death, because it's like incense. Because it's so death. dry, choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are sort of the same, really, aren't they? Funerals, ancestors, buzz now. Implies death, buzz again, for exactly the same thing. Uh, you are correct. It is reminiscent of ceremonial meal offerings to the dead. Basically bringing bad spirits into the house, is it, Ned? That's exactly it. And in fact, the incense thing was what I had written down in my notes. So thanks for ruining that. Uh... <laughs> in Bedouin culture, how will they react if you drain your coffee cup? Also not Albania. Yeah, again, no answer, but... To... <laughs> to the girl who did the flicky up and die thing. Uh, happy to get in Bedouin with you. <laughs> nice, that was some solid punning, which I'm sure will result in at least foreplay. Um, <laughs> fingers crossed. Seriously, come up to me after the show. No, no, uh, no, we've, she's got it, she's okay. got it. In a, in a way, I think you've probably lured her in. You've lured her in, and I feel any more is going to do the opposite of what you're hoping it will do. Yeah, like Are we you actually could... allowed to use these shows as a vehicle for pulling? <laughs> like, because... Well, Avery's a guest. You're a regular. It would be awkward if you did it every week. <laughs> is there someone... Is, is there someone... Do you want to get in on the act, Mark, is what I'm saying? Score, 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 score. <laughs> can, can I score? Uh, <laughs> also, Natalbania, do you have anything else other than a tinter alert? Um, we're going to stick with our answer, thanks, Deborah. <laughs> How will they react if you drain your coffee cup? They'll say, hey, I want to get into Bedouin with you. <laughs> Wingman points for Dan. Lathina. You mean as in drain the coffee cup? As in like the... You finish it. If you finish your coffee in Bedouin culture, oh, right. what's going to happen next? I don't know, mate. Another one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You get too hyper. They don't like it when you've got too much of a caffeine kick. That's what I... I don't know, man. I don't, I've so, never been to the R and I don't drink coffee, so I don't know the effects. It's hard to know, that's why it's a quiz question. All right. I know, I know. Aye, I there know we are, that. we know, yeah. Because, <laughs> because coffee's a diuretic, makes you a wee. So what they do is, I'm, in Bedouins, they live in caves and stuff, don't they? Like, underground mm -hmm. in the desert, so they don't have toilets. So they have to prepare a toilet for you by digging, they dig a hole. They dig a hole. So if you drain your coffee cup, someone digs They're a like, hole. Oh, no, because it literally goes straight through you. Yeah. Like, you know, if you run out of toilet paper and you've just made a curry for your mates, it's like, oh, my God, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I'm so, so glad you're on my team. <laughs> <laughs> so 
there's another Jonathan Creek answer, isn't there? Yeah. So if you literally down your coffee and it's like, I've got two more hours of this, you know, we're on Netflix, you've got, we're watching something, you're going to need a toilet eventually. Just use the cup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. I actually, uh, sorry, I do have a, a real answer I thought of. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no, we're sticking with those. <laughs> and the answer is, oh, seven, seven, no. Um, uh, Okay, so let's say that the Bedouin process for making coffee, maybe they think to make really good coffee, you should have some grounds left at the bottom of the mm. cup. And so if you drain it, you're not worried about any grounds getting in your mouth and throat and everything. Uh, so you're saying it's bad coffee because, look, it's, it's thin as hell. Bad coffee because it's too thin. Yeah. All right, great. Hive mind. In Bedouin culture, what will happen if you drain your coffee cup? Whatever he said. So, uh, See, it's a it's difficult rude. question. <laughs> no, no, I, they're all hard. That's why it's a quiz. Again, Larry. Oh, mine. Anyone else in the hive mind? What happens in Bedouin culture when you finish your coffee? They think you're leaving, so they'll, like, help you to, to go. They think you're leaving. They call you an Uber. <laughs> OK. They call you a camel. OK. Give you a slice of cake. They give you some cake. Wishful thinking there. They'll pour you another one. They pour you another one. If it is that they think you're leaving, buzz now. If it's that they give you some cake, buzz now. If it's that they pour you another one, buzz now. It is that they pour you another one. They keep refilling it every single time you finish it until you shake it to indicate you've had enough. So Larry, actually, the very first thing he said was, I don't know, they give you another one. And then he didn't pursue that. Larry, this is the thing, I tried to give you questions too easy. I'm trying to make it more difficult for myself. Yeah, yeah. Now stop letting me talk. All right. So now you win. I don't know if there are any points then, Ed. You see enough words that I'm kind of going, yeah, yeah. It's like a Facebook status. It's more than ten lines. You go, that's correct. The hive mind definitely. The hive mind definitely scored. I don't know about Larry, but. Avery's still on the table. Sure. But it's the end of the round. Also, not Albania are in third place with no points. Uh, Lafina have five points because of Larry's fantastic answer. <laughs> and the hive mind are again running away with it with 30 points. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. round is everyone's favorite round idioms. idioms what is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into english fingers on buzzers are these all zulu yep 100 percent zulu idioms today because yeah, no, normally they're from different countries and i've just noticed that they're all zulu do you have a problem with that deborah no <laughs> good is a Zulu idiom. Wait, do we have any Zulus or in the audience? Because that could be a problem. It would be easy to find us if there were people listening won't get that. <laughs> Zulus tend to look Are you like... saying something about the demographic makeup of this <laughs> liberal podcast? I don't know what a Zulu is, man. <laughs> Explain Zulu to Larry, because he's on your team. The Zulu are a nation of people based in southern Africa. All right, so... Cool. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> how, about, what, how many listeners we... They're Zulu at listen? the bottom of the alphabet. You probably learned about everyone in your head, and you're like, I'll stop at X. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm now taking a completely different box, and I said at the beginning, man, that's not my diversity thing. It's my diversity is, this is a guy who's going to get every question wrong, and he doesn't know very much, but we're going to take him wrong. But you're getting them wrong in an endearing fashion. Oh, Larry. thank you very much. It's the accent. It carries well. <laughs> It's a Zulu idiom. You like to be looked at like a long-haired goat. <laughs> what does that mean? You like to be looked at like a long-haired goat. Oh, this, this is vanity, isn't it? Clearly, because um, it, I'm actually going to give a proper answer. Because if you're a long-haired goat, you are the most attractive of all the goats. <laughs> so you'd want to be stared at because you're like, I've got long hair. That's why I wear my hair up, because if it was long, you could see it, and you'd all be staring at me and not everyone else. It'd be unfair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's vanity. Vanity, yeah, okay. Vain. Larry, do you concur? <laughs> I concur. Uh, uh, all right, okay. Um, yeah, well, I thought, it was, uh, I thought it would probably be vanity. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Great, okay. <laughs> also not Albania. I mean, I think there's a logic, definitely, to what Athena's saying. Your hair's up, so you don't want the vanity thing. My eyebrows are down. I don't want the vanity <laughs> thing. I mean, it, it definitely is that. Goats with long hair are proud, and they're the leader of the pack. I'm going to go leader of the pack as opposed to a vanity thing. Okay, leader of the pack. Mm. Avery? It's interesting, because uh, alpha wolf leader of the pack theory has actually been uh, disavowed by the guy who came up with it. But I'm, I'm glad you're not... <laughs> We're on the same team. Glad you're <laughs> Glad you're not too worried about keeping up with current facts and knowledge or anything. <laughs> okay, all right. So we have uh, we have a controversial answer from also not Albania. Hive mind. You like to be looked at like a long head goat. What does that mean? Is it like making yourself seem different so you can be the centre of attention? Making yourself seem different so you can be the centre of attention. Being looked at as if you're wise. Looked at like you're wise. Anything else? Vain. You're vain. Okay, making yourself different uh, to get attention, buzz now. If you want attention because you're wise, buzz now. 
Does it mean you're vain, Buzznow? It actually means you like attention. So I think Athena's answer probably was the right one. 100%. Larry keeps on scoring. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't interrupt, man, because I was actually thinking maybe it's because, uh, like, when you've got long hair and you're a goat, you get dirt on you, so maybe it's a thing of you're a bit dirty. Dirty. No, I'm glad you didn't answer because yeah, you would have yeah, killed so Athena's right you, answer. Man. But I think the hive mind also had it as well, really. They, I find had a similar one. Your vein. Yeah, but they didn't buzz hard enough. It was lackluster. No, yeah. that's fair. I don't okay. approve of the lackluster okay. buzzing. Okay. This is a Zulu proverb. Um, <laughs> no cunning person has ever licked their own back. <laughs> what does that mean? No cunning person has ever licked their own back. No. Also not Albania. Is it a reference to... Uh to the uh, David Foster Wallace story that appeared in the New Yorker ahead of, <laughs> ahead of the publication of his last uncompleted work. It's a, it's a snippet from the finished novel, but it's, um, it's about a boy who gets obsessed with touching his lips to every part of his body, and obviously that's easy enough with your hands and feet, <laughs> but it gets progressively uh, harder, and it's sort of... I mean, it fits in with his general themes of, like, uh, grasping for the impossible, but obsession, <laughs> ennui, like a, a longing... Have you, have you been reading my card? <laughs> actually, exactly. I told you I came prepared. <laughs> no cunning person has ever licked their own back, Lathena. It means if you're smart, you're not going to do a difficult job yourself, are you? I'll get allowed to lick my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dumb. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what do you agree to there, Larry? <laughs> To the answer or to licking Athena's back? Uh. Hive mind, hive mind. No cunning person has ever licked their own back. What does that mean? It's a proverb. Don't attempt the impossible. Don't attempt the impossible. That's what I was going to say. And yet you didn't. You didn't. Don't attempt the impossible. Everyone needs help sometimes. Everyone needs help sometimes. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I'm not licking your back, Larry. <laughs> Okay. Uh, don't attempt the impossible, Buzz Now. Everyone needs help sometimes, Buzz Now. You scratch my back, I scratch yours, Buzz Now. It is, in fact, don't overstretch yourself, which I think is the same as don't attempt the impossible, which they did buzz for. And it's also very similar to what Larry said, so that's another <laughs> ten. There's a theme, guys. Yeah. <laughs> ten points to the hive mind. Ten points to the hive mind. Um, Sometimes, if you speak Zulu, you might hear someone say, the bull is among the calves. What do they mean? Also not Albania. Is it a reference to my, perhaps, <laughs> predatory behaviour <laughs> that I've been displaying amongst this podcast? And I do want to say it's, it's all just a joke, but of course open to uh... <laughs> no um... cat amongst the pigeons yeah we need points uh... cat amongst the pigeons or Avery's answer was really a cougar wasn't it yeah sure yeah. Uh, I mean so... I'm, I'm only 18 years old but sure <laughs> sure a coo coo <laughs> coo predatory cougar like behaviour or cat amongst the pigeons what would you say Lathena what do you say Larry well um... amongst the cars <laughs> right here we go ready uh... <laughs> I think oh, he's definitely not masturbating. <laughs> if you're listening at home, his hands are on the table, quite firmly, firmly. He's no concealed weapon. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing it via the mind. Um, 
now someone else is weirdly predatory. <laughs> <laughs> Just with myself. <laughs> a calf is a, a, a baby, baby cow. A baby cow. I, so I think it's... Um, oh, man, Scottish education system's really failing me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, nobody else heard that. Edit that bit out. So it seems like it means daddy's home. Daddy's home. Yeah, daddy's home. The I bullet's among the cops. Like. Okay, daddy's home. Uh, I, f- I believe you've had your answer. I, I know, but I've actually just twigged this, and this is really troubling. Yeah. Again, is this a reference to me as a preoperative transgender woman? <laughs> Oh, you're saying that when I use the bathroom, it's... Wow, that's <laughs> really offensive. Just to be clear, this is not the anti-transgender bathroom law going on currently in the United States of America. It's right. nothing to do with this. Sure. If you're listening at home... It's just and... a weird coincidence. No, sure. If you're listening at home and you have a Twitter account, that's Deborah not what is this on is. At no, no. <laughs> OK, is my mind, a... the bull is among the calves. You're growing up too quickly. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Calves that talk themselves up. Calves that talk themselves up. So like a baby cow that's like, yeah, I'm totesable. If you think it's you're growing up too quickly, Buzz Now. Wolf in sheep's clothing, Buzz Now. It's a calf talking itself up, Buzz Now. Oh, they love that one. In fact, it means trust in youth. It's like when you should trust young people, you know, they know more than we do about, for example, technology. Um, and the referendum. I thought it sounded like a... Yeah, to be fair. I, do you know when I first saw this, Ned? Do you know what I thought it was? I thought it was kind of like Rolf Harris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, go in more detail. No. <laughs> and it's, it's the like end trusting. of the round! <laughs> Also not Albania, might have got somebody's numbers, but they've still got zero in this game. Uh, Laflina. Avery might score, though, (laughs) Probably not, judging by best. Mm. But um, (laughs) Laflina have 15 points, and the Hive Mind have 40 points. I'm determined to get also not Albania a point this time, even if I have to give it away by flashing them the card. But I can't, but I can't. I can't because the next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural or family background, if they still read their text messages. <laughs> Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would just make this quiz format work. <laughs> so, also not Albania, you have a question for Lathena. So, uh, as I might have mentioned, I am a transgender woman, and in my particular subset of trans culture, there is a term, egg mode. <laughs> what is egg mode? Is it one word? It is one word. Doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> if this helps you, it can be two words. This is where you're terrified of saying something offensive. <laughs> <laughs> that is my strategy with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to go with the first thing that comes into my head, and I'm sorry, it was ovulation. So egg mode... Larry, take it from there. Yeah, Yeah, so someone physically incapable of ovulating, I'm very curious as to what this answer could be. I'm curious as well, actually. Um, (laughs) I've heard that when you ovulate, eggs are kicking around there. (laughs) And 
judging by the fact it's called egg mode, I think it would be safe to say that there's something to do with ovulation. Maybe. Has it got anything to do with ovulation, Avery? It has not, no. What is egg mode? Egg mode is a term for when you're uh, pre-transition and sort of uh, maybe in denial, like you've got some inklings that you might be trans, you're but you're... Huh? You're going to hatch. You're going to hatch. You're going to be a, a beautiful trans woman, in my case. Um, <laughs> and you're maybe every now and then you're doing something like uh, trying on your sister's clothes, but it's, you just dismiss it as some sort of weird thing you do and not something that needs further investigation. Ah, you're so in egg you, mode. Oh, lovely. Really okay. nice. But no points. Not nice enough for you to have points, Lathena. Uh, do Lathena. we get points? No. <laughs> Lathena, do you have a question for the hive mind? I was looking up all this morning because I thought I'll try and find a good question about Glasgow, so I typed in Glasgow interesting facts. And it, <laughs> it just came up with those like poverty graphs. <laughs> <laughs> a Scottish person in the 1800s went over to Brazil and he introduced Brazil to what? Oh, a Scottish Ooh. person went to Brazil in the 1800s. What did he introduce Brazil to? Hive mind. Whiskey. Oh. Football. Football. Whiskey, football, or kilts. So, hive mind, get behind one of those. Whiskey! More people have gone for football. Uh, football is correct. Oh! <laughs> That's a point to Ned's dad specifically. That <laughs> it is Ned's dad. Did you know that, Ivan? Or did you just guess it? I don't think the patriarchy needs much more points. And he's literally <laughs> patriarchy. <laughs> It's putting the pater into patriarchy, isn't it? Can I quickly tell you, because I know a really interesting Glasgow fact. I've been to Glasgow once, so this is something that you can say next time you're in on Glasgow. <laughs> this is another question for this me. This is a bit of... Is no. going to Scots-plain this? Time? No, no, no. It's, just, it's really cool, because I've only been once, and someone told me this, because I was up there to do a show, and it was in this Glaswegian theatre, and Harry Houdini had played there. And the story goes that while he was there, he went to the toilet, uh, and then when he went to open the door, he couldn't open it, he was locked in, and so they had to get someone to break him out. <laughs> so he could get on stage to do his great escape act. That is the best Houdini story I've ever heard. Yes, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Hive Mind, do you have a question for also not Albania? Yes. Um, in Sweden, what does it mean when you say there's a cross in the ceiling? Is it like X marks the spot? Is there treasure, but someone's put it up as opposed to below? <laughs> no? No, no, no. Try <laughs> I mean, just warn us. Is it something weirdly nationalist? I don't want to... No. Okay. No. Um, Are we know. close? I was yeah. just going to say, how many guesses Pass. are they going to get? Because normally they get one guess, yeah. and then you tell them, but you said try again, and I didn't want to be rude and say they can't. <laughs> I thought that was so lovely, yeah. liberal and Swedish of you to go, no, have as many guesses as you want. But we're in Britain now, you get one go, and then people just go, you're a loser. So, uh, I mean, if we could ask all our questions two or three times until we got the answer we wanted, we wouldn't be Brexiting. <laughs> What is um, the answer? It means, oh my God, it's crossing the ceiling, oh my God. Oh, crossing the ceiling, it just means, oh my God, it's an expletive. But what, so instead of saying, oh my God, you say crossing the ceiling? Yeah. Oh, essentially. Okay. <laughs> Dan's yeah. suspicious of that, Which, clearly. <laughs> Dan looks cross in the chair, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> and it's the end of the round. <laughs>
also not Albania, scored and now have five points. The Lafina have 15 points and the Hive Mind are winning with 40 points. Oh. The next round is the Smash the Patriarchy round. In this round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and threw off the yoke of oppression. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points. So if you are the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man if the man will panel show points. <laughs> a member of the untouchable Serpini cast in India was frustrated in his attempts to get a land permit after being told he couldn't get land unless he paid a bribe. What did he do? Also not Albania. This happens quite a lot in court over there. He brought in for his defense one of the gods. Is that possibly right? <laughs> possibly I, I, I'm right. I'm not at liberty to say, Dan. Is it possibly right? <laughs> <I'm not laughs> to say. There is a possibility, but it's he, right. Of course, there's a possibility. I mean, I mean it's wrong, but there is a possibility. <laughs> okay, as long as there's a possibility. Did he start a GoFundMe to raise the money <laughs> for the bribe? I feel they're not going to get it unless I give a clue. Can I give a clue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was a snake charmer. Oh, my God. Oh. I don't like snakes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not here. He's not They're not here. here. Can you, have you, is, is the phobia so bad He's you can't even talk room, about it? He's not in the room, Athena. You've got one of those phobias, you can't even talk about it. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I'm really sorry. No, it's okay, I'll be strong, but don't read out the answer ever. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, we can't she say the word anymore. The oh, it, can snakes. I give the answer in a way that will make it not scary for me? Yes. Because I like The Simpsons, right? And uh, this is going somewhere, and there was an episode of The Simpsons yeah. where cartoon snakes go loose, and I like, don't mind cartoon snakes. So did he do the thing that they did in The Simpsons, but with cartoon snakes, even though I know they were real, um, <laughs> and ruin the land? Ruin the land with... Uh, cartoon snakes. With cartoon yeah. snakes. Yeah. Did he ruin the land? So everyone, could everyone please call it cartoon snakes because Athena's got one of those phobias. Can I ask, is uh, Snake Charmer, is that another reference? <laughs> yes, this one is actually. Uh, so he's a snake charmer. He can't get a permit. What does he do? Anyone? Hive mind? Did you take the cartoon snake to court with him? And <laughs> he, uh, he took the cartoon snake to court. Wrapped the money around the snake and then gave the snake. <laughs> Wrapped the money around the cartoon snake and then gave it. I need a drink. <laughs> You're right, yeah. And the cartoon snake in the person who's next to Bright's house and then charged him money to charm it out. Okay. Oh. Um, oh, that got the strongest reaction. Hive Mind, are you backing that one? Yes. Okay, that is so close it deserves a point. He put 40 cartoon snakes into the local government office. And then they had to give him the land because that's where he was going to put the cartoon snakes he'd rescued. How? The final round is our quick fire round. Four questions for each team, but you must answer straight away to score a point. Okay, Lafina. Which country is the biggest exporter of whiskey? Scotland. No, Japan. Finish this Swahili proverb. Do not select a fiancé during... Sex. <laughs> it's actually a festival because they'll be dressed up and they'll look better than normal. In France, they say, you've got some bacon in your drawer. What's the English equivalent? <laughs> Keep oh. your hands on top of the table. <laughs> it's actually a bun in the oven. They say bacon in your drawer. What is the punchline of this Swedish joke? What is the difference between a Finnish wedding and a Finnish funeral? One person is dead. <laughs> 
I don't yes. know. <laughs> it's at the Finnish funeral, one person isn't drinking. <laughs> Good save. Uh, also, not Albania. This is your quickfire round. Finish this Austrian proverb. Old men and poodles are both... Fragile. Uh, good for nothing. Uh, in Luxembourg, they say, words are but dwarfs, examples are giants. What's the English equivalent? Uh, Gimli is... Uh, uh, no, Actions speak louder than words. Uh, we asked Elisa from Luxembourg to guess the meaning of an English idiom. And she guessed that the idiom meant... You are lying and everyone knows by looking at you. What was that English idiom? Caught red-handed? Uh, it's your ears are burning. Oh. Very close. Okay, it could very, be caught red-handed. What is the punchline of this German joke? How do you turn a Trabant into a sports car? I don't, I don't, mean... I don't drive. So. <laughs> Put trainers in the glove box. Oh, burn? <laughs> Hive mind, this is your speed round. Which nation introduced the chili pepper and tomato to India? Portugal. It was the British. Finish this Austrian proverb. The most dangerous food is? Human. Uh, wedding cake. <laughs> in the Ukraine, they say. In the... Not humans. Uh, <laughs> I guess but we are food. <laughs> in U- uh, cannibalism is, is a very strong point of diversity. Yeah, but it's a though, quick... Quick fire round. In the Ukraine, they say, the malicious cow disturbs the whole herd. What's the English equivalent? Yes, one bad apple spoils the whole barrel. Uh, what is the punchline of this Australian joke? Why do Australians pee in the bushes at parties? Because they're there. Because they're there. Uh, no, it's because there's always someone chandering in the toilet. <laughs> and it's the end of the show! <laughs> an incredibly tense game. Also, not Albania finished in third with 10 points. Lafina finished in second with 15 points. And the Hive Mind won with 50 points. So congratulations to today's long-haired goats, the winners, and commiserations to those licking their backs, the losers. And a thought to go home on, as they say in Ukraine, a woman is not a harmonica that you put aside when you have used it. Good point, Ukraine, good point. (laughs) Please give it up for Larry Dean! What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.